Welcome to The Coaching Podcast with your hosts, Emma Doyle and Simon Blair, coach for success in sport and business. Hello and welcome to The Coaching Podcast. I'm Emma Doyle here with my good friend and colleague, Michelle Clear. We're in New York about to present at the Women's Tennis Coaching Association Conference. We're very excited. Um, Look, we'll get straight into it. The first question is the Vegemite question. Now, Vegemite, she's looking, I've actually, would you believe, listeners, I've actually got some Vegemite in my hand right here. It's an Australian spread, a bit my Marmite. You put it on your toast. Have you ever tried it? No, I thought that was an I Love Lucy thing. <laughs> Is it? So you've never had Vegemite before? I've never had Vegemite. I never normally have it in my bag. Okay, so tomorrow morning at breakfast, we're going to put some on your toast, and then you're going to get back to us. Yes. Yeah, okay, great. sounds great. Yeah, yeah. In which case, you can choose. So, based on whether you like Vegemite or not, the first question is either you can share with us your worst coaching moment and what were the lessons, or your best coaching moments. Well, sports for me growing up. So, I I have been a coach, but as an athlete in high school, which as we were just talking about was quite a few years ago. We won't say how many years ago, but quite a few. Um, Sports for me growing up was... It was actually a life-saving experience for me. Uh, I didn't really play sports until I got to high school, which is ninth grade. And then realized I was really, really talented at sports. So as a freshman, I played varsity basketball, played volleyball, was always in the top seven of our uh, state cross-country team. Uh, ran track, did the, you know, pentathlon. So, but sports, because I didn't have such a great home life, sports was actually my savior because it helped me to be confident and deal with life, right, and have, like, that team camaraderie and build relationships and communicate with people. So I think just in general for me, sports has been really kind of a safe haven. Was there a coach in there that said something or believed in you or along that journey or was it the coaching that you had? How was the coaching experience? Well, I had, I had one coach who I did not like at all. He was really awful. Um, but yeah, I would say I had, uh, two coaches who were really awesome. My cross country coach, uh, Mr. Courtney, he was, he was awesome. Always like very, positive and warm and um, motivating. Uh, my basketball coach, um, uh, Mr. Dewall, was kind of that way too. Um, yeah, so it was great to have those kind of role models sort of growing up um, and that kind of like positive, like we know what your family life is like, like, you know, we really just want this to be a good, safe place for you to be, right? And uh, uh, yeah, yeah. The next question is the sliding doors question. You know, obviously, Dr. Michelle Clear, sorry, I should have said that at the start. You've done so many amazing things, you know, now with athletes, in, with your, your psychology practice. Um, yeah, can you think of a sliding doors moment, you know, what what happened? In, yeah. And that, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, so, so many in my little life, right? But I guess I would say probably the biggest moment for me in terms of sliding doors is... 
leaving upstate New York at around the age of 30, moving to California. I didn't know anybody. I didn't have anything. I just like packed up my little Honda Civic and off I drove with a friend of mine and the whole way across. Yeah. Yeah. Across the United States, which was, you know, pretty cool in and of itself. But, and I had already, I had gotten a master's degree. Um, but then after living in California for several years, I was like, eh, I don't really want to do that. So what else am I going to do? Um, and then I found sports psychology and got my degree in sports psych and got my PhD in clinical psychology. And I found my passion. I found the thing that I'm really, really passionate about. And, you know, because my life was so shit for so long. I mean, I mean, things, I mean, I, I drank a lot at one time. I did a lot of drugs at one time. I lived on the street at one time. I mean, my life could have, you know, really gone in any millions of directions, and here I am. The next question, in one to a maximum of three words, what do you think makes a great coach? Positive, encouraging, and authentic. Beautiful. What really intrigues you? What do you want to know more about? I, I'm i going to sort of speak on this tomorrow, but really, like, are you really conscious about what you're doing, you know, or did you just sort of stumble into this? And if you just sort of stumble into it, how do you take the opportunity now to sort of back out a little bit and be more conscious? So started to develop this thinking around conscious coaching, right? Not just doing for the sake of doing, but thinking about doing right and doing it in a really like authentic, genuine sort of way. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you so much for being so awesome in so many ways. Thank you for being so awesome too. So, Michelle, would you mind if we just did a mini extended interview after that interview from many, many years ago? Does that sound cool with you? Well, all right, Emma, whatever you want. Sure, no problem. (laughs) Well, thank you. So you said positive, encouraging and authentic in terms of what makes a great coach. Um, How do you think coaches could actually embody some of those qualities? How could they actually demonstrate and show some of those qualities? A lot of it is in the feedback Mm. that coaches give, right? Like just trying to not only talk about, you did this wrong, do this better, you got to do this, right? Like it's, you know, talking about some of the positive things that are happening with their athletes and, wow, that would really good or that was better or Mm. you know really trying to think from a slightly different perspective and I just think it's just so helpful for athletes to hear that kind of feedback so that they're not just being drooled all the time with all of the stuff that's not going well yeah yeah and what about with authenticity what about when a coach has to deliver a tough message because I know you speak a lot on uh, this aspect of perfection and so many, you know, yeah. women in coaching are always looking for that that perfect technique or that perfect way to hit the ball and they want to feel like they can hit the ball in the middle of the strings as an example. So how does a coach live authenticity in giving some maybe some feedback that's tough to give in a way that doesn't breed that perfectionism culture? Yeah. Wow. That's a big question. Um, it is. 
Yeah, I think that's really, really tough because the perfection thing, right, doesn't just come from coaches. It comes from parents. It comes from teachers. It comes from friends. It comes from our society is just riddled with, you know, like everyone doing everything perfect, right? There's a right way. There's a right way and a wrong way. And there's nothing in between, right? So, I mean, that's really hard. But, and I think authenticity is an interesting characteristic trait because I think we all have our own sense of authenticity. And when I talk about authenticity, I think what's important is that we all come from that place of like who we are, right? Like not like, oh, because I'm a coach, I have to do this. Because I'm a coach, I have to say this. And I think a big piece of that is really coaches getting to know their athletes as people, right? Not just as tennis players, as athletes. And then I think it makes it much easier to have these kind of conversations and to be more authentic, right? Because we're coming from that place. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I couldn't agree more. I think that you live and breathe that whenever you speak. And I feel that energy from you, which is, you know, energy signature is one of my coaching mottos. And I think it's important that, yeah, that we live and breathe what, what we believe. And that's, that is different for, for different coaches, which is tied into our philosophy. So if you were to summarize your philosophy, what would you say? What are some of your go-to taglines for parents listening, for coaches listening, and, and even for players? What, what are some of your go-to things that you'd love to just share with the world? Well, I, I would say one of the top things that I say to, you know, parents and coaches, but even students, because I, I teach mm. graduate school, right? Like one of the things I say to my students is find, find yourself in what you're doing. Right. So just because you're going to do this, just because you're a parent, just because you're a coach, just because you're a global performance coach. Right. It doesn't mean that you have to be a different person. Bring yourself to the table and figure out how you weave yourself, your personality, again, your authenticity into what you do. Because, right, like so many times we just feel like we have to be doing something different or we have to be a different person or I should be doing this. And it's like, well, not really. Mm. So I know that wasn't really like, uh, you know, a couple of like phrases, but I mean, I think that's great. For me, I think that's really the key. Oh, the the art of sophistication is simplicity. (laughs) I I didn't say that, I think. Someone much smarter than me said that. But anyway, Michelle, signing off. Thank you so much for being on the coaching podcast. Uh, We love everything that you're about in this industry and um, keep doing what you're doing in your most authentic way. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me on, Emma. I appreciate it. As always, it's a pleasure to chat with you. The coaching podcast was brought to you by Emma Doyle and Simon Blair. Emma Doyle is a global speaker and performance coach helping unleash human potential. Her website is emmadoyle.com.au. And I'm Simon Blair, trainer, assessor, and coach of sales and customer service skills with my own company, Five Degrees. Connect with me on LinkedIn or email me at simon.blair at five degrees, that's F-I-V-E-D-E-G-R-E-E-S dot com dot A-U.